Now what you're gonna see here is why the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Because the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of Every DC Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your host, Princess Quokala. And I say a very special episode because, as we all know, the monumental event that we've been waiting for for 15 years has finally occurred. The hierarchy of power in the Uh, DC universe has finally shifted. Slightly. (laughs) Slightly. uh, (laughs) Arguably not at all. But we finally have our (laughs) Black Adam movie that people have just been clamoring for. People have been running down stadiums asking for a Black Adam film. Is is people Dwayne The Rock Johnson and only Dwayne The Rock Johnson? People is one man. (laughs) One very big man. Who on his own created this entire movie. Yes, that's actually something I didn't even know until the credits. But Dwayne Johnson did all the special effects, all the sound design. Yeah, he's a very talented man, surprisingly. Yeah, No wonder this movie took so long. Exactly, exactly. He's been working on it for 15 years. Um, alone, Franny was telling me, I wish I didn't even know, like, you did a really good job. Every other actor in the movie is a CGI character. Um, yeah, you know, AI voices have really come so far. Yeah, you know, which is interesting, because I was watching The Mandalorian the other day, and I heard Luke Skywalker talk, and it sounded like a fucking <laughs> sex chatbot. But... I don't even know where to start in this movie, just because there's, like, no plot. Like, nothing happens in this movie. Is that true? It's kind of just. That's true. It's kind of just Black Adam existing for a couple hours. There's a magic crown and the Justice Society, Um, but I will say that there are definitely points where I'm just like, nothing is happening. We're hanging out, (laughs) but I also don't think there's ever a ten minute window where there's not an action scene. I don't think the movie ever lets you be bored. This movie was punching me in the face as much as it possibly (laughs) could, Um, and I guess just the the first. I'm gonna fix this real quick. Okay, the first. Uh, sorry, we're kind of freaking out because the yeah. microphones are being fucky it's today. Been, it's a it's a mess, but oh, it's apologize. always a mess. But you know, it's reflective of the movie that we're talking about, yeah. which I'm sure is a lot of reviews <laughs> before. But I think the general question is, Franny, how did you feel about Black Adam? I I thought I would feel nothing towards it, um, and turns out. That is true for the most part. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, this movie makes me feel empty inside. It's not your new favorite movie. Uh, no, far from it. You it is. You think it's better than The Batman? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say that you loved I it. I love, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. You especially loved that entire third act. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> I will say that I thought it would be more boringer, and Fair. it was not boring. Um, I don't hate this movie. I don't like this movie. <laughs> there are moments of cleverness, and there are things about it that rot me to my very core but on the whole i would say it's a it's a whatever five out of ten comic book movie it's not the worst dc movie it's not anywhere close to the top i feel like it's nowhere near the worst or best dc movie it's It's like it is perfectly in the middle it's in the middle but it's 
funny enough unintentionally that I want to talk about <laughs> some of the things that happen. And there's just a couple of things that have absolutely boggled my brain um, since we got back from the theater like like 15 minutes ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I'm not going to do a play-by-play on the whole thing, but I think we need to touch on how that Egypt stuff looks. I also thought it was weird because I think originally Black Adam was going to be Oscar Isaac uh, because no... Um, yeah. No Egyptian <laughs> superhero film is complete without an appearance from known beloved Egyptian <laughs> actor Oscar Isaac. I uh, love how they went from Oscar Isaac, who is often, I guess, confused for being Egyptian, to instead going for The Rock, who is not at all Egyptian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just for for the record, that Oscar Isaac thing is not true. Still, <laughs> it was a joke, but. Uh, at the same time, I think that it is very uh, important to acknowledge that there will never be an Egyptian-led movie uh, that actually has an Egyptian lead. You can throw as many pyramids and rural streets as you want. You can color grade it to be sandy and yellow. Yeah, just like bright orange just at all times. Disgusting foreign land <laughs> is how Hollywood <laughs> likes to present any other country. But uh, no, I don't know if there is an Egyptian actor in the entire movie. Oh, that's probably not true. I guess... Maybe some of those family members are maybe who are just not anything. Uh, I feel like that's like that can be said for most of the characters in this movie. They're just like kind of nothing. What do you think about The Rock's performance? Uh, nothing. He, like yeah. he has like maybe maybe twenty lines in the whole movie, and they are all one just monotone. And yeah, they're like monotone one-liners that aren't funny in trailer lines. Is there a single intentional joke in this that lands? No. No. I don't think so. There isn't. And this is important to point out that this is probably like, in the history of this show, one of the first times we have not talked about a comic book movie on opening night, which in a way I wish we did because that's a good way to gauge how other people are kind of feeling about it. Uh, But we saw this on a Wednesday night, like after opening weekend, and there were like four other people in yeah, the movie theater. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> and no, 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 it's fine. It worked out that way. I just think uh, it definitely kind of made me focus because it wasn't like there were big reactions. I don't know if there would have been. It's because our theater was like almost completely empty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was just so anytime that there was a joke, I didn't have that like safety net of okay, at least some people are enjoying. I was just like there. No, and the I was people like, behind us were laughing at a lot of stuff for some that's reason. That's true, but they were fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, I think they were actually imbeciles, um, and I'm pretty sure they, they were, were hired people, actors. Uh, they might have, it might have been Dwayne Johnson. We didn't really turn around to look because it's rude, but it might have been him. Uh, and I just think that Black Adam, in terms of like uh, charismatic comic book performances, is not one of them. Nothing, nothing going on with this fucking guy. I also thought, and I will say, this is something the movie did that impressed me they really lent into the shazam angle i thought they would try to distance themselves from that completely because that's such like a silly movie i thought they would just be like oh the shazam connections we're pretty much gonna forget about yeah i totally thought it was gonna be like entirely unrelated yeah i did too i thought it would be like dceu because i saw like amanda wall i was full spoilers i saw amanda waller in the trailer and the only thing anyone will ever talk about from black adam is that superman shows up for 10 seconds in a 
in a green screen room, not but, really talking to Dwayne Johnson. But, but it's Henry Cavill. I love Henry Cavill. I but, love that but he he's was, Superman again. I love that he was wearing his 2017 Justice League outfit. He had the funny little hair curl. He did. I like. I, he I'm, looked like Superman. He did. I'm glad he's back. I really like Superman as a character. I like Henry Cavill. It's like the only thing to get out of this movie as is just, oh. Hi, Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's Shout great. out to Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, I'm glad he's back. And whether he's going to fight Black Adam. I doubt it. Or he's going to, we'll talk about that. Or if he's just going to show up in another Superman movie. That's good news. I'm I excited about that. I hope that they brought back Henry Cavill just for him to continue to be a cameo in every single DC movie. Yeah, isn't that a trip? Okay, I will say, the only thing this movie does better than Shazam is at least they actually got Henry Cavill to show up as Superman, even though the idea for the Shazam scene is so much funnier, and Mm. I care way more because everyone in that gives a good performance, and this is just different fucking planks of wood talking to each (laughs) other in big CGI landscapes forever. Yeah, this movie is entirely CG. Like, I don't know what was real because literally everything was just, it was just things exploding and CGI people punching each other. That's what I'm saying. It was nonstop. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's, like, nothing real in this movie because it's just, like, the rock flying or people punching each other that very clearly are not actually there. I can't even tell if people are actually talking to each other because they could just be body doubles, honestly. I really don't (laughs) think anyone's talking to each other at any point. I mean, the acting would make me think that they're not talking to anybody, at least. Okay, this is what makes me, like, be like, really, when people say that kind of thing about MCU? Because a lot of MCU stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, this is green screen. You didn't need to green screen that. You didn't, I used to say you didn't need a prop gun. I guess you do now. But, you know, it's like, you don't need all this stuff. uh, And it kind of just delegitimizes the whole experience. But compared to something like this, like, at least there's scenes in Spider-Man where he's, like, in an apartment building. (laughs) <laughs> or, like, the Statue of Liberty is, like, a better fight set piece than just some fucking rubble in the desert. Like, at least there's some, like, depth, and I can feel what's going on. In this movie, I don't have a frame of reference for what it's like to hurtle through the sky in the <laughs> desert. I've seen many movies where that exact thing happens, <laughs> and movies that do it better than this and are more engaging with better characters and stories than this, but... There's nothing visceral about it. Like, when, when Spider-Man is getting ravaged by the Green Goblin in an apartment building in No Way Home, like, I've been, I've, I've seen apartments. I know the drop from one floor to the next. I don't know uh, anything that's going on in this movie because all of it takes place on one city street, and that is a problem. Or in the sky. <laughs> yeah, it's also just an interesting movie because I'm pretty sure the whole thing takes place over the course of one day. It seems like that. It's just like, okay. This yeah, was it's, the, it's like maybe a day or two. This was the time the Justice Society went to... Is it Egypt? It is, I assume. I don't but know. They don't actually say that. It's just like a fictional think. Middle Eastern country. Yeah, with fictional Middle Eastern actor, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> so, and also, oh my God. Okay, there's two marketing things I want to fucking talk about real quick. I'm sorry for getting... Okay. Uh, we'll talk about the movie in a second. Uh-huh. I just have some things to get out of the way before we really get into this. Number one, people love to to post that fucking picture of Dwayne looking like he's like 17 years old. And it's like, Dwayne Johnson to play Black Adam. And it's from like 2007 or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was going to say 17. So my throat just ate itself. (laughs) From 2007, from 15 years ago. And people are like, oh my God, this is 15 years in the making. 
that's a problem when it fucking feels 15 years in the making when it yeah. feels like this movie was written 15 <laughs> years ago and it feels like Dwayne could have played this role in 2007 not when he's 50 years old yeah this movie feels like it's in the wrong like time period yes it feels like it should have been made in the in like the mid 2000s when it was first written or even like 2012 or something yeah like, it's probably too big to be around like the angley hulk era but it could be around like like the first avenger or like man of steel or something like it's it's on that level yeah i, I guess but we've kind of like done things with superhero movies since then, and this movie doesn't do a single goddamn thing. The most exciting part of this movie is when Superman is on screen for 10 seconds. No, I think the most exciting part of this movie is when Satan summons an <laughs> army of skeletons. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That absolutely is the most exciting part of this movie. And if you haven't seen the film, Franny is not lying. That is the exact thing that happens. I, I love the third act of this movie so much, and it is maybe the dumbest thing I've seen in a superhero movie in a while yeah we're yeah that's a that's a trip i guess first we should talk about uh the biggest losers in the galaxy the justice society i hate all of them they're all bad there's not a single performance i feel like dr fate is, is like good. okay people were like saying, out of all of them he's probably the best one but people, that's not saying much no you're right and people had said beforehand that he was like the best part of the movie or that he like stole the the movie I think he's probably the best part of the movie, but that's not saying very much. Yeah, maybe that's true. <laughs> maybe if you have the frame of reference, it's different. Uh, I like Pierce Brosnan fine. Yeah, you know? he he's a like good, good maybe, James Bond, but he's maybe one of the only, or maybe the only character that I kind of liked in the movie. <laughs> I don't think I liked him. <laughs> I don't think okay. I liked him. I didn't like that his outfit didn't have the eyes on the helmet. I thought it was like not expressive and weird. I feel like the whenever he wasn't wearing the helmet, the costume looked really bad. Like it was yeah, very clearly true. just completely CG. Also, yeah, did, that's right. did he get nerfed? Like I don't know very much about Doctor Fate, but like it feels like he was not as powerful as he should have been in this movie. Maybe, yeah, because he—that's the thing about him too—is that he has like decades of knowledge like a hundred years old in this movie which they mention because mm. he's like oh i saw this stuff in world war ii and it's like you fucking did what what do you mean <laughs> um but yeah he's like a hundred years old which means he has a lot of knowledge in his brain about magic stuff but he just does the doctor strange and fanny war routine yeah it's mostly just like shackles and walls and, like, and that's kind making of making a bunch of yourself yeah like that's like it but he, i thought he did more than that he yells at teth adam to wake up <laughs> because he fell asleep he was a snoozer he was given one of god's biggest naps and he had to sleep black adam is officially the eeper <laughs> what are you even talking about <laughs> But aside from that, you're totally right. I didn't think it was a good performance. Pierce Brosnan is 80 years old. <laughs> is is he really that no, old? No, no, no. But I was going to say, he doesn't look that old. I don't even know how old he is. I was trying to do math in my head because I was trying to figure out how old he would have been. Yeah, because I feel Bond. like he's been in stuff for like a really long time. Yeah, but... well, he started being James Bond in 1995. So that was a while ago. Yeah. He was probably like mid-30s then. But he also, like, he doesn't look that bad. So, like, he can't be that old. No, I didn't think so either. Um, then we have Hawkman. Hawkman is literally the worst character in the movie. <laughs> I fucking hate Hawkman. <laughs> I like the outfit, though. I thought the outfit looked good. I, yeah, I thought the outfit looked really cool. But that character... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't look as good as... um. 
uh, the Hawkman from Smallville, <laughs> <laughs> which is unfortunate and also true. Like it sounds like a joke, but I genuinely think Smallville had a better Hawkman design. <laughs> Adam Smasher. I don't think Noah Centineo knows how to spell the name of his character. (laughs) (laughs) He would probably say he's the Adam. I was waiting for a really labored joke about the spelling of the word Adam when your main character's name is Black Adam and one of the names of your fucking superhero team that nobody gives a shit about is Adam Smasher. Okay. They didn't do it. Speaking of Adam Smasher, can we talk about uh, the first scene that he's in? Uh, That video call? (laughs) just unlocked ancient memories within me because i forgot that we had a fucking henry winkler cameo in black adam uh i would like to be the first hopefully the first person to confirm that henry winkler is in black adam on a cell phone as the original adam smasher apparently who is uncle al and some of my favorite (laughs) things about this scene include number one the fact that he opens up his phone and says uncle al which is how alicia silverstone refers to alfred (laughs) batman and robin (laughs) and number two the fact that when he first holds up the phone and it says he's like getting the call it's just the normal call screen it's not the facetime screen <laughs> but i don't think they wanted to have a big picture of henry winkler <laughs> but that is the biggest jump scare i've seen in a movie in a, in a fucking decade a white man jump scare that was the confirmed white man jump scare <laughs> he never shows up again he doesn't show up at the end or anything yeah it was so random and i i don't even know why i thought it was so funny it just was it killed me because i didn't expect america's dad henry winkler to show up that I'm does kind of look better i'm showing franny the uh, smallville Hawkman, and it's very plasticky and kind of looks like a he-man character but at least it looks like it's like actually there that's very it's true. not just like a big cg thing yeah 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 it doesn't look bad um and then we have a cyclone who I don't think says anything for the last hour of the movie. Nah, I don't think she says anything meaningful. She like, has ever. some like they they. It's kind of gross because they use her as like a trophy for Adam Smasher. They just yeah. give her to Noah Centineo, and then she doesn't talk for the last like. Half the only of the person film. that she talks to is Adam Smasher. I think is I don't Al. know if she says anything to anybody else. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, Justice Society, terrible waste. Uh, not even of those characters, because I don't give a fuck about any of those characters, really. Except for Hawkman, because that could have been fun if you put him in, like, a Justice League thing. Or made him a likable character in any way. That's also He's true. just an asshole. <laughs> Did he survive? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Because they had their moment at the end where they're like, I respect you. Yeah. And Dr. then he Fate... walked away. <laughs> Dr. Fate died, and I felt nothing. Yeah. I don't... I don't know if we were supposed to feel something, but... I think so, because they set it up the whole movie, because he keeps having a vision of Hawkman going, Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I... Every time they showed it, which they showed it like four or five times throughout the whole movie, I had to stop myself from <laughs> cracking up because it's, it's just so, so funny. It's so funny. And I think the reason it's funny is because it shows like a montage of a couple other clips beforehand that are way more vague and they have like music behind them. And then whenever it goes to, to Hawkman, the music cuts out. So it's just a man screaming for like a split second. It's like a frame and then they cut. Yeah, it's like a perfectly cut scream and they keep treating it super serious. Like, oh no, 
Hawkman's going to die. And I was like, I hope he does. And then, <laughs> surprise, he doesn't. Yeah. Well, okay, what I thought was going to happen, I almost leaned over to you and said, I'm glad I didn't because it was wrong. But what I thought was going to happen was it was going to be that towards the like in the end of the movie when it actually happens Hawkman was going to be screaming and then it was going to like zoom out and he was going to be holding Dr. Fate like in his arms and so it reveals that he is actually the one who died which is what happened but that camera yeah didn't not exactly the way I thought it would but I was definitely like no Hawkman's not going to die Dr. Fate is not going to be in another movie though because he <laughs> fucking cares so uh, waste of time big waste of time and uh, I think what we really need to talk about is the initial scene where Black Adam is freed from his tomb. Um, Probably the best scene in the movie because it's just so fucking funny. It is. Uh, <laughs> I, I, okay, the one thing that's a complete net positive about this is they they let him kill people this entire movie. I thought he would learn his lesson. He just kills like like 100 people in this movie. I mean, It's pretty fun. Yeah, clearly he learned absolutely nothing and had no character growth whatsoever because the movie ends with him tearing Satan in half. So. That's true. And the message of the movie is kill people if you have to. Yeah, they deliver it weird because they're like, well, maybe your way will work. And I was yeah, like, oh, really? Yeah, like the whole message of the movie is like sometimes we need a murderer in our lives. Which is true. <laughs> ultimately but yeah it's not really the message you want to send out to children watching a superhero film but uh we are big fans on these podcasts of people turning into skeletons <laughs> i've I never was, seen more people turn into skeletons i wanted in to lean over to you when that man turned into a skeleton it was it made me so happy to see somebody turn into a skeleton in this movie yeah. i feel like it's been forever since that that since that's happened that's true the last time i can remember is when they blasted emperor palpatine so hard that he turned into a skeleton <laughs> because ray takes out her second lightsaber and she puts them together in an x and blasts all his lightning back at him and he explodes that's really funny that's how episode, <laughs> episode 9 ends <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some really great stuff for any for those of you listening does not give a fuck about Star Wars nope. really could not care um, less and has not seen the new Star Wars films uh which is a shame really because there's some things in the last one that are so embarrassing that it I sounds like the last couple have been pretty embarrassing I really like uh I think seven and eight are 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 I won't say it out loud because people will crucify me on the internet but then the last one is just a whole uh <laughs> different situation um but anyway, that had somebody turn into a skeleton. Of course, X-Men Apocalypse, which I want to talk about more later, has someone turn into a skeleton at the end. Um, <laughs> but other than that, it's been it's definitely been a decade for people not turning into skeletons because it's such a silly way for somebody to die. Uh, perfect for this movie, though. Perfect for this movie. They do it a lot. It's pretty violent. This movie was okay with getting like kind of gross. Um and and I, I appreciate it. There's that. somebody get, that gets thrown so hard that their only their arm is left behind. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff I think is actually fun, and like that's the the reason the movie was made is for silly stuff like that. Mm. Like those are the things where, if this was a movie I liked more, I would be praising for being so like unapologetically of, goofy. Uh, yeah, and and violent and being like this is the main character. Uh he is not a good person and he is he does the anti-hero thing where he actually kills people the whole movie. I was worried it would be that opening scene and then he would be nerfed eventually and just be a hero, but he's fucking he's like jokes aside. 
I think it's safe to say that the hierarchy of power in Shut the, the DC fuck universe up. has changed. Shut up. Because he really is destroying like all these guys. He's turning people into skeletons. He's throwing people in comedy shots. He's throwing them really high up. And so they and they fall down like a minute later or whatever. And it's it's silly stuff. The main thing I want to talk about from this entire discussion though is and it's not Satan and the skeletons yet. It's the so excited for Satan and the skeletons. You would not believe. I, no, I believe it. I saw your face <laughs> light up in the theater. <laughs> I have never seen a comic book movie ever, ever, ever steal so much of other movies' identities <laughs> in my entire life. I have never seen a comic book movie where I can point to almost... Like, there's an element in almost any single scene of this entire movie. It'd be like, I've seen that in every other movie. Yeah, and it's not like these are, like, hidden art house references. Other fucking comic book movies. There is so much in this that is blatantly ripped, and I don't know how they thought they would get away for like with it. Because if all of these ideas came from this movie, it'd be impressive. But none of it is, because we've seen all of these things before. In the very first one... Well, actually... Never mind, because the very first one is the fucking X-Men Apocalypse opening, where it starts very similarly to X-Men Apocalypse with the building of the pyramids, and people are getting crushed and whatever. It's very similar to that. But where it really gets bad is that as fun as that initial reveal pyramid scene is, it's a full fucking Quicksilver scene, down to like the 70s needle drop. They play paint it black because Black Adam is his name and this is a fun fact but paint it black and black adam both have the word black in them actually we need to go over how he gets his name at some point because i hate it yeah we'll talk about that (laughs) i am i am very well known for hating how superheroes get their names in these movies and this might be the worst this is one of the most embarrassing (laughs) i think since fant forestick probably and maybe one of the most offensive (laughs) yeah there's implications to how he gets his name in this that we will discuss and that we discussed uh heading home tonight but what did you think about that scene just being the Quicksilver scenes from the X-Men movies? Because I thought that was so blatant. It was so generic because I feel like there's the, it's been done so many times since that like you do the slow-mo scene with the, with the, mu- with the music that everybody loves and things blow up. Like, yeah, we, we've seen this, like, a million times already. Yeah, it just, even down, it's not just, oh, you have a speedster. Because, like, the fucking Eternals had a speedster, and that scene was completely different. And the Flash scenes are different. This has him, like, setting up things that will go off later. Like, it has, like, him, you know, taking the pin out of that grenade. Like, that's a Quicksilver thing. The things that Quicksilver does in those movies are the exact same things that Black Adam does. Uh, the Adam Smasher's mask is a lawsuit waiting to happen it's fucking it's just deadpool it's It's, the exact same effect like and i was thinking about how people said that like the mr knight costume on moon knight looked like deadpool not compared to this shit it's literally red and blue deadpool and it's kind of embarrassing yeah it has the eyes it has the seams in the same place uh it's really bad it literally looks like a copy and paste that they recolored yeah they also decide decided in a very embarrassing moment to recreate the good, the bad, the ugly, the standoff, because he's watching it on the TV. That was the most pointless scene. <laughs> and then one scene later, they're recreating it with the eyes, the extreme close-ups, and you got like the, the cameras that's at the hip level and the guns and everything. Uh, and it was terrible and embarrassing. I don't even understand why it happened. Because that movie is about like an anti-hero, kind of, okay. and, and so is this. Uh, and that 
is the extent of that. That's all there is to that. It's a shallow empty reference to one of the greatest movies ever made this is a lot later in the movie but i i just can't believe that they took black adam to a lake with the text task force x at the bottom of it that yeah that was literally the most insane thing i think that i saw in this entire movie i didn't expect that to happen and then fucking jennifer holland showed up from the suicide squad and peacemaker that character showed up um, I don't know if you even nope. noticed that. Yeah, that blonde lady, she was like one of the main characters on Peacemaker, and she was in the Suicide Squad. She's one of the people who's like in the base. Um, you know, the Suicide Squad are doing their mission, mm-hmm. and then she's one of the people in there. Um, so they had all that Suicide Squad stuff. Amanda Waller was there for some reason. Because Amanda Waller is in every single one of these movies for absolutely no reason. And she's in charge of the Justice Society? Yeah, I don't get what she does anymore because she's just, a, she's like, they're trying to make her into like what Nick Fury used to be. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense because she's just in charge of like everyone now. Exactly. Like, I don't know what her job is. And Nick Fury was going around to people after they did something fucking crazy and was like, You wanna join my, my super secret boy band? But everything else doesn't make any sense in these movies. Yeah, Amanda Waller is just like recruiting literally whoever she can get and throwing them on a team. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand the logic of what she does. <laughs> No, I I don't think there is any logic to it. And the Justice Society, that opening scene is a horrible X-Men homage. I think this is more of an X-Men movie than anything else. Yeah, it's about the same quality as most of them. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. At least some uh, of them. Some of them, yeah, some of the, the worst ones. But at least those have like ideas. This doesn't have any ideas. Yeah, at ideas. least they're like original. Because <laughs> this has the big big shot of the school, basically. It looks exactly the same as the X-Mansion. And uh, my jaw dropped when the fucking floor opened up and the jet came yeah, out. Just that like was embarrassing. The basketball court opening up in, in the X-Men movie. It was like the exact same shot. Yeah. That they use in those movies. It like, felt exactly the same. The same purpose of like. Like, how did hidden. they steal so much from like the X Men movies? I don't know. Probably because those <laughs> were what was popular when this movie was being written. But then they just kept seeing new superhero movies come out and they kept taking more and more yeah. things. There's a big sky beam, like an Avengers sky beam that calls all the villains down. <laughs> Only the villains in this are skeleton monsters. It's Satan and his army of skeletons. Uh, and else? also an unnamed random guy who turns into Satan. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he betrayed them in their Indiana Jones style adventure. There's the like, opening. there's no stakes in this movie whatsoever. Like most of it, there's just like no, there's nothing happening, and he's then suddenly the, Satan appears. He's gonna get the evil tiara. <laughs> yeah, he has to get the the evil rock thing to summon demons. And yes, this is another evil rock superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, so they took that. They took fucking the Doctor Strange, making a million Doctor Stranges to fight the bad guy. Except the bad they do guy it three times. Outsmarts him. They keep doing it. They do it with Hawkman. They do it with a bunch of different characters. That's a blatant ripoff. Um, the fucking kid who's obsessed with the DC comic stuff, that's Shazam. Yeah, literally fucking Shazam. Literally copying from a movie that's in the exact same universe. With like, a character with the exact same powers. The Shazam wizard showed up. Digimon Hansu showed up. I didn't expect that. Yeah. That was That surprise. was interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. The way he's like coaching him through being a... It was also like Terminator 2, the way the kid was like 
talking to this killer and was like, okay, this is what you do in the modern world. This is what you don't do. But he's uh, also like the worst version of any of them. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like God. he's terrible. Yeah. He's a bad guy, which is, uh, oh, the kid you mean? I, I mean, Black both, Adam. but yes, I was talking about the kid. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause I was like, Black Adam is a bad guy. You're right. <laughs> but no, that kid is, is shitty. Um, I guess Jack Dylan Grazer is, does a better performance yeah, in, in like, Shazam. That kid is both a shitty character and not a very good actor. No. <laughs> Which and... is, like, most obvious towards the end. Well, something I... <laughs> oh, my God, where they give him a scene? Yeah. Yeah. Something I noticed uh, about his lines is, like, they're cut really close together, so he'll be, like... He'll be saying one quippy line, and then there won't be a pause. It'll be, like, the next word will start almost halfway through the next word so he's doing like three quippy lines back to back to back and i think the way that they've mixed the sound is so the lines are like almost on top of each other so you're not hearing like one horrible quip you're hearing like three at once he's like rapid firing his quips and it's really terrible and uh in that black adam introduction scene where he like catches the missile or whatever that's the most trailer thing i've ever fucking seen because they have him catch the missile and these two people who have just watched him destroy an entire army are like, he just caught a missile? Yeah. Like, yeah, you just watched did him you, do that like five times already. what just happened in front of your yeah. fucking face? Is, wasn't that after he literally, that was after like the Quicksilver scene, wasn't it? Yeah. Like they literally just saw him teleport and destroy an entire army. But yeah. no, the most incredible feat is him catching a missile. And it was very funny after that too because he, it ha- again, has a magic uh, rock that weakens his powers. I haven't seen that before. Uh, and so it explodes and he like acts like it's nothing. He flies off. And then like one second later, he flies back down, like crashes into the ground like he's fucking Thor. Took that. And there's just all this stuff. It's all this stuff and it never fucking ends, Brainy. Why doesn't it end? I mean, it does eventually. Because... Well, it doesn't end because uh, Justice... Dwayne Johnson oh, doesn't yeah. want it to end. He wants you to constantly be thinking about this movie, and, and constantly be your entire Zoa life energy. needs to be this movie. You need Zoa in your body. I don't <laughs> I know. I literally in have it. never heard of it before. It, it's I his, don't know what that is. It's his energy drink. Oh, brand. It's, it's okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Then. I think so, or at least he's he's a part of it. And it has, he's the official sponsor. He is, and he has like Black Adam uh, themed drinks. I wanted to get one, drink it on the podcast, even though I have work in the morning and it's 10 p.m. But <laughs> I thought it would have been funny as a gag to destroy my body and social life. So uh, maybe like next week, did. just like this movie did, because I don't think I could talk to anybody after what I've seen in Black Adam. I guess, is it time to talk about Satan? Oh, before that. Uh, they hilariously shrunk down uh, <gasps> Dwayne Johnson. It looked so bad. And they Cause... knew it looked bad because they did it for one shot. Yeah. You only get one real look at it. Because uh, all the other times it's an action scene where he's either very dark or moving, moving really around. Fast. <laughs> They've pasted his body onto like a skinnier actor's... Or sorry, they pasted his head. That'd be way scarier. <laughs> they pasted his head onto a skinnier actor's body like chris evans in the first avenger but like in reverse <laughs> yeah and it looks uh really bad it, it looks, looks so bad it's terrible. i can't tell if it looks bad because like the effect is bad or if it's just because i'm used to dwayne johnson being a massive person that's true i feel like it could life. be a little bit of both what do you think about the effects in this movie overall because i don't think they're bad i think, I think it's, it's where all the budget impressive. went <laughs> yeah i mean 
like we said, it's all CGI like, nightmare wasteland. Yeah, so. like this entire movie is like the peak of CGI nightmare escape. Yeah, like, it it's, absolutely is. It's all just CG. If There's nothing to this movie. If you're not if, like a freak like me, like if you fucking hate comic book movies, this is a really good one for your argument. Yeah. This will like, be great in your video essay. Like, this is a really embarrassing movie in a lot of ways. And again, I don't hate it. I think there's some silly, fun ideas. And there's some things where I'm like, damn, I wish this was a better movie. Because <laughs> having your main character run around, turn everyone to fucking skeletons, and then you fight Satan in a skeleton army, like, that kind of rules that sounds in another fun, movie. And then you watch the movie, and it's like, wow, this really sucks. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't directed by James Gunn. This would be good in a, like a, a movie directed by somebody with comic book sensibilities, but it's directed by some Johnson. fucking guy. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis of the Polar Express <laughs> era. Uh, that's how it felt. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm dying, Franny. I'm yeah. dying. So let's just get to the end of this movie where um, the nameless villain pretends to die, but he well, doesn't because he goes to hell, and then all the demons say, uh, s- say the funny name, and then he says it, and he turns into fucking CG Satan. I think like, we, It's so funny. I think we need to talk about this exchange scene that happens before where they took the lady's kid, and they took him to like a weird secret base and Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> I mean, Black Adam goes to Same the, person. with the justice society and uh, their plan is to let Black Adam get really mad and explode everything. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, they'll protect the fucking kid and whatever. And so he does and he explodes the bad guy while he's holding the magic crown. And that sends him to the hell dimension where he says, a name that I don't think we've heard throughout the rest of the entire movie. No, it's it's the whatever the fuck the crown is called. Oh yeah, yeah. He, so he goes down to hell and he says whatever the fuck the crown is called, and then he gets the powers of maybe literal fucking Satan. No, he he is literally like if you imagine Satan, that's literally what he looks like. He is. It's like red. the goatee, the giant horns, the red skin. He's like it's huge. literally just fucking Satan. Yeah, which. I respect any movie that goes full fucking Satan, but they didn't have the balls to call him Satan, so it loses points. But whenever a movie's just like, this is God, or this is Satan, I'm like, fuck, this is serious. But also, like, it also loses points because he looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's really embarrassing. Like, the CG on him is maybe the worst out of any character. And just like Ares and Steppenwolf, all these movies end in a big, smoky, fiery hellscape arena with a with beam a, into the sky with a beam in the sky and a giant horned monster to and, fight and an army and some sort of army that's on the way that if you destroy a certain thing uh it's not going to come anymore you know you got the mother boxes in dark side you got fucking wonder woman sword or whatever like it's always the same shit and i'm fucking sick of it and i can't believe that we had dc release the suicide squad and the batman back to back and then put this out and then they fucking put this out I think maybe the key now is just putting the in front of movies that were already, like, made. Like, I think if the next Superman movie is called The Superman, the Superman, it would be fucking great. If this was called The Black Adam, it probably would have added some <laughs> credibility to it. Because The Suicide Squad and The Batman are two of the fucking best superhero movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and then they went ahead and they did this shit. So... God is officially dead, but Satan is not because he creates a skeleton army. No, God is Black Adam because he he died and then he was brought back as a god or whatever. That's the fuck true. And they do a subversion of origin story where at the start you think it's little Black Adam, um, you think you see his origin, but it's actually his son's origin. 
And also, apparently, he he had the powers first, and then he gave ga- them to gave him them somehow. to his dad somehow, and then was immediately assassinated right after. Okay, this is something I was wondering when we were watching the Shazam trailer that I didn't say, but the movie kind of accidentally answered my question because I was thinking, like, once Billy Batson or once any of these kids who have the Shazam powers are an adult, what do they do? What happens, like? If I'm an adult man and I say Shazam, do I just get the powers, or do I, or like, or like what? Because it's like it ages you up somehow. But when we saw Dwayne Johnson, I don't think he was de-aged when he. No, he wasn't. Was small. Like he's he's already. An it's hard to so tell he just, because he, just he gets the powers. Had a tiny body, but I just think that's interesting. Like, how come when you're ten and you do this thing, you become a thirty-five-year-old man? But if you're fifty and you do it, you're still fifty. What I don't get is why why do these weird wizards keep giving these superpowers to children? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't like. I I'm I'm sure actually, there's a I don't reason. Know if there's a reason, but like there's gotta be. Like why do they exclusively give these superpowers to like minors? <laughs> Maybe they. Yeah, that's some some freaky stuff. <laughs> I think uh, the best thing this movie did for me is it made me want to watch Shazam again because that's a good movie, and I'm probably gonna watch that. Uh, tonight because I like it and I haven't seen it in a long time. Fair enough. That's yeah. a good movie. Do you like that movie? I do like that movie. Yeah. That movie was was fun. That's like the good version of this. Yeah. But it's not a CGI hellscape. Like it's just like a, a fun comic book movie with good jokes and characters and this is like the opposite. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> but alright let's talk about the skeleton army so you can go home. Um, <laughs> I can go to sleep. It, I, I love that this movie does I don't even remember the last time I saw a movie that did this, but they they brought the whole they brought the whole town together to fight the army of skeletons. Oh my god, did they? Yeah, he rallied with, them up with the worst acting I think in the entire movie. <laughs> As the young child gets everybody together. Oh, he had some really hackneyed like pseudo woke dialogue at the start where he was like talking to the security guard and he was like, "You're the oppressors and." And, you, and white people bad or something. And you're um you're mean. Anyway, let's look at this movie that has all white cast. No, um, <laughs> this movie's better about not having an all white cast, but it still doesn't have a very Egyptian cast. Also, that comic relief guy was like a main character in the trailers. So the guy with the beard, and he's barely in this fucking movie. Yeah, because he gets shot. <laughs> yeah, but then he shows back up in his van. <laughs> he starts running over all the skeletons, and that was probably the biggest laugh in the movie. For yeah, me. that's my favorite in. favorite trope out of any. Any movie ever. And it was blaring music, and it was just so inappropriately timed. And then, like, 36 there, cut to more of Black Adam's vision of his dead slave son. <laughs> it's just, like, so all over the place. Also, um, okay, speaking of the whole slave thing, I don't understand the motivation of the villain in this movie, because he's, he like... He wants to be the king. Well, no, because he's, like... Uh, I don't even remember what the what the country's called, but he's, like, it was better back then... When every single citizen in the entire country was a slave. <laughs> yeah, because he's evil. Slavery was... It, it, the entire country was so much better when everyone was a slave. <laughs> well, Franny, some people still think that way, unfortunately. People think that way about Well, our they country. think about it with a certain group, not Canada. the entire country. That's true. They, he wants everyone in the world to be a slave, <laughs> and he thinks that was better. <laughs> Yes. This is before the reveal that he's related to, like, the king or whatever. So it was like, who do you think you are? <laughs> For a while, he's presented as some fellow he's archaeologist. He's just some guy. And then it turns out he's an evil 
monster. No, he's an evil normal man. Yeah, he's, he's an descendant. evil normal man descended from the king of whatever country they're in. Yeah, the king of ice cream. And then he's <laughs> fucking uh, given unlimited Satan powers. I don't know why. Because he died wearing a crown. <laughs> turned him into yeah, Satan. remember the, there was the riddle on the crown where if he died, he would be able to summon Satan riddle. or Riddle. Oh my God. Do you think it could be Riddler? Do you think C is for Catwoman? <laughs> uh, uh, End my suffering God, now. I wish I could watch that instead. Uh, yeah, uh, that's another thing that you just actually made me realize uh, that they stole. Because remember in Thor Ragnarok, if you take Surtur's crown and you put it in like, the fire, then there's a big Satan monster. They also had a crown that made a big Satan monster. Yay. That's thinking with your brain, Franny. It never fucking ends. The list of things they stole never ends. Like when that kid rallies everybody up. Just like they're the fucking post-9-11 New Yorkers in Spider-Man. Because <laughs> you mess with You mess Spidey. with Black Adam. You, you mess, mess with, with New York. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it felt. Um, I don't know if we'd fully communicated the extent to which big fucking skeletons that look like they were pulled out of Spy Kids 2 come out of the ground. Also, I don't think we've emphasized how terrible that scene looked where there was people fighting it because they very clearly weren't hitting anything. Yeah, really bad cases of like eyelines not matching up because no one's on the same set as anybody else. Yeah, and it's also like people would like fall over, but like none of the skeletons had even moved. Like, yeah, that was it was really bad. And they were like zooming out the camera to try to show like to just try to hide it. But it was so obvious that like there was no coordination in that scene whatsoever. I also want to bring up because I'm sure everybody's going to have the same like row of trailers. We saw a trailer for a film tonight. And sometimes when we do this podcast, since we're men of the cinema, Franny is a man of the cinema. He is wearing a, sure a t-shirt right now that says cinephile on it. Um, we we like to talk about trailers for upcoming films on this show when we see a particularly interesting trailer. And tonight we saw a trailer for a film where two young boys break into LeBron James's house. <laughs> I I. <laughs> And oh I, yeah, and it's by Warner Brothers, who apparently just own the rights to LeBron James's entire life. <laughs> I've been like, to... I don't know how a corporation literally owns an entire man. Yeah, I don't like that but... they own a man now. But I'm trying to figure just out all of their movies. I'm trying to figure out what he did. What kind of blackmail does Warner Brothers have on LeBron James that they yeah, like, what... can make him do anything? What they contract want? do they have with LeBron James where they just own his entire existence? Because well, he's, he's probably because this is going to be a big ego movie about these kids break into LeBron's house and find out how cool LeBron is because he has so many LeBarons. I don't even think they break in. I think they just wake up in his house and they don't know why they're there. <laughs> That's very suspect, Like, actually. they don't know why they're in LeBron James's house and their solution to this problem is let's throw a party in LeBron James's house. Yeah, where presumably LeBron like, James can show up for the last five minutes and go, what the hell are you doing in my house? <laughs> Do you remember I Party with Victorious? <laughs> 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 I don't like. Why is this an entire genre of movies? Like, I feel like this is a thing that just happens have, every couple years. It does absolutely does, and I have a couple of examples. And the first literally is I Party with Victorious. Do you remember this? It was the I Party. I didn't know that this existed. Victorious crossover episode, and it was like an hour long. Okay, I remember hour long special. This was very important to me when it came out. Marvel um, special presentation. It was basically a Marvel special presentation. <laughs> it was basically Guardians of the Galaxy holiday <laughs> special. Um, level and it was fucking andre from victorious 
uh, I don't remember how. I think his uncle or something. But somebody knew uh, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so um, Andre is staying at Keenan Thompson's house <laughs> for some reason. Keenan's away, and he invites all of the cast of Victorious Night Carly and the bunch of unnamed, probably sexually molested extras <laughs> to come over <laughs> to the house, <laughs> Keenan's house. And at the very end, Keenan Thompson shows up, and he's like, "What are you doing in my house?" <laughs> It's like that. Because that's um, how like all of these end. They're all like exactly the same. Yeah, I have another example. I don't remember what this film is called, but it's even more applicable because it has Noah Centineo in it, maybe. Uh, oh, good. And it's a Netflix exclusive movie where these kids break into like somebody's beach house or they're invited. I never remember if these kids are breaking into these places or if they just end up there somehow. If they wake up in LeBron James's house, which is what that movie should be called. <laughs> I woke up in LeBron James's house. Um, but there's one where they break into his house and then it turns out it's Keanu Reeves's house. And he only shows up at the very end for like maybe 30 seconds, like a post-credit scene It's or all something. they can afford. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just saying this is a genre of film where somebody stays at a celebrity's house for some reason. And I the feel celebrity like, isn't in that movie. Yeah, I feel like the like that genre is like the same as for some reason the movies where like people just wake up in the body of a celebrity because I feel oh like that God. also happens a lot. Yeah, but those it's are like, classics. Why do these movies happen? You got to be smarter, but you got to be like that Nick Cage one because that was that was a fun. Yeah, movie. Yeah, like at least that had something to it, not yeah, just like and there was a plot. We're in LeBron James's house, or like <laughs> this is the end with James Franco. That's a good one too. That's yeah, like that's because like different. at least there's like a plot to it. Yeah, like, exactly. There's, there's at least like something meta about it. I'm not against like celebrities playing themselves in movies or whatever, but. I'm just against let's throw a party in LeBron James's house, which we're just in for some reason. And Waking also LeBron James has a hologram of himself that compliments himself. And tells him that leaving Miami was a, was a good choice or whatever, which is a, just a great sports joke. Just yeah, an like, amazing joke. Like, what is this movie? And also, like, the trailer is also weird because they're like, we can't show you all of our incredibly oh, offensive yeah. jokes in all of our celebrity like, cameos. We're too edgy. We can't give everything away, man. It's like... There, we already know that you can't show anything in this trailer because there's nothing in your movie. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Or there's really embarrassing things in their movie. Yeah, probably. Maybe Megan Thee Stallion shows up. Um, I hope so. And works with LeBron James. <laughs> that's my ideal movie. You're way more fun than my last lawyer. Anyway, <laughs> Franny, um, Black Adam, what were we talking about? We're pretty, we're at the end with the skeletons and Satan. Yeah, and there's like there's nothing to it other than Satan gets ripped in half and all the skeletons disappear. Which is kind of great when Satan gets ripped in half. That was a pretty solid... Uh, killing a villain moment it's not just like he fell in into a void or yeah whatever. no black adam uh grabs him by the horns electrocutes him a little bit and then flies into the air and tears him in half yeah that's good black adam suit is simple but i think it's i think it's good i think it's right i don't even remember does he have a different suit at the end of the movie maybe is I the think yellow he, I think on the, it just a little shinier yeah i think the lightning bolts like just more lit up or okay. whatever but because i i feel like what? the boots and like all the yellow accents are just a little brighter at the end like that's, that's it's like possible it. i mean that's how they like to do it in all these fucking movies yeah. where you get the real costume at the very end uh i think we've gotten better about that but then sometimes something like this just comes and backdates everything and it always sucks because I feel like these movies always come after like good movies, and so I'm like, oh man, these are great. And then like yeah, one we, bad one will. We come literally out. had like two steps forward, and then like three steps one back. giant step back. Exactly, um, and that's a shame. Like but, undoing all the work of like all of the good movies that have come out. Yeah, 
Uh, so Black Adam sits on a big chair. And then destroys the big chair. And he destroys it because he realizes he doesn't want to be the king. He wants to he wants be to black. Be... <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep that. <laughs> you can't keep that. I think I'm going to have to because... Because once we give context <laughs> to what I've oh just said, oh my god, you know it's true. I mean, you're right. Yeah, but it's just like the way you said it. You can't, you can't say it like that. Freddie, could you explain the final scene of Black Adam so everybody could stop freaking out? Um, so multiple times in this movie, they say that uh, that Black Adam's name is outdated because it's uh, Teth. yeah, because it's Teth Adam, and apparently that's. Not uh, awesome. Not good enough in 2022. You're not supposed to have uh, a, a a name that's like you can't have a native to your heritage or anything. Name. You have to have um, a boring ass name. Yeah, and uh, Black Adam wears a lot of black. That kid says it in er, earlier in the movie. So um, Black Adam looks at the camera and says, "I don't want to be Teth Adam anymore. I want to be." And then it cuts to the title card and it says Black Adam. And it's because he wears a lot of black, and uh, his name was Teth Adam. But now his legal name is just Black Adam, I guess. He's changed his first name to Black. Yeah. <laughs> Which so... feels bad. <laughs> just like him replacing his uh, original name with Black. <laughs> it's true. Or just like replacing your name with The Rock, and then <laughs> deciding you don't like that anymore. Because if you ever were to win some sort of award... Uh, and they called you as The Rock. Nobody would take you seriously. So you start going by Dwayne Johnson on all your posters. Um, and then, But you, this is like the reverse, you where you don't want to go by your real name anymore. You want to go exclusively by Black Adam. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that's addressed in future movies. Uh, I realized earlier that I said I was going to bring up two marketing strategies. I only brought up one, mm-hmm. uh, which is honestly, I, I, I know I just forgot, but it's honestly going to work better at the end because I just need to bring up I keep seeing this post on all the like Instagram pages. I'm sure it's on all the other social medias too, on like the Rocks and the Black Adam movie Instagram. Not that I follow that, but I'm sure it's there. And like Warner Brothers and all these people are posting this post, and it's like the poster for Black Adam. It says 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like where 90% of like fan engagement, maybe like maybe like like idiots. Yeah, I don't know where they're getting this metric from, but. It's really gross because anytime any movie uses the Rotten Tomatoes score as marketing, it's like the critic score. It's like a, tr- you know, Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. But if you're going to trust part of it, a lot of the time people will trust those critic scores. So don't say 90% when that's not even like, like that just feels like you're lying to people because it doesn't like, really have a critic's 90%. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have a 90% like anywhere. Like, yeah, I don't think not. I've seen a single like positive review of this movie. It's just been like it's very okay yeah. and it's kind of generic. Like I don't know where they're getting this metric from. Like I don't know if it's like outdated or something or if it's like The Rock's review of this movie. <laughs> the Rock gives his own movie a 90. Yeah, like I don't yeah. I don't know where this 90% came from, but it's like it has a objectively 40. wrong. It has a 40%. Okay. So I just that, don't fitting. understand uh why he's doing that. I just feel like they're lying to people. I don't like that. Uh, they are, because in all the trailers, they're talking about how, how great all the reviews are. And I think I even saw one which was really confusing. You know in all the like horror movies where they show like audience reactions? Sure. They did it for Black Adam. Yeah, there's like a Black Adam audience reactions like ad, which I don't 
understand. Yeah, I don't not, think I've not, ever seen that for a movie that isn't a horror it's movie. It's not paranormal activity. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like, fucking Black Adam. Because <laughs> with those movies, the point is like, oh, you're going to go in and it's so scary. Look at how scared all these people are. Yeah, everybody has it. like the same reaction. Like it's all the like surprised reactions, but I don't even know what they're reacting to. Superman showing up <laughs> right at the end. The like part Superman that Black Adam showing up in. and Satan being the main villain of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds so awesome, <laughs> but it's not even that true. Yeah, it, it, like it sounds so much cooler than it actually is because it's just like knockoff bad CG Satan and his <laughs> army of skeletons. Yeah, I mean, look, skeleton army kind of rules, <laughs> but they're not even full skeletons. They didn't go like they're full like army of zombie darkness. skeletons. They have like s- too much skin for it to be fully satisfying. Yeah, and they're also like made of ash or something. Like I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely a waste of of everybody's time. But that's okay, Franny, because we've talked about Black Adam. Well, okay. One more very important question: How much do you know about Black Adam outside of this movie? Uh, How accurate is this movie to what Black Adam even is? Because I feel like it's not at all. I think the only Black Adam reference I really have is that one animated movie where Shazam and Superman fight Black Adam, and then Shazam comic appearances. I never read a Black Adam comic because uh, Black Adam is not a character that should ever be solo in anything. Yeah, he should be I, fighting like, Shazam. Yeah, because you know that's like his entire the entire point of his existence because he's just evil Shazam. Yeah, but they got the ruthlessness down and they got, like, the power set down. Like, he was very powerful. But the hierarchy he, has changed. Is he even a... Like, no, I, he he's should be just a straight villain. up a villain. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they even made this movie because he's not an anti-hero. It's The Rock. Like, he doesn't want to play a full villain. Like, he doesn't want to play an irredeemable character. But, like, because he's he like a, He's, like, a brand. It's like Will Smith. Like, I don't think Will Smith's ever played a villain, except for that one time in real life when he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... Uh, yeah. I, I feel like this movie would have been better if they just embraced that Black Adam is a villain and just made him terrible. I mean, they made him terrible. They just... They should have made him more terrible. They gave him too they much were trying to make him... Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, I, I, I'm gonna be the defender of all of these people... And this family that I've been helping in this movie for some reason. For one day. Yeah. Like, and I'm also now cool with the Justice Society or whatever. Like, which I is now three people, by the way. Yeah, which is now three people, two of which are like 12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like the Wonder Twins and Hawkman, who is the worst superhero in the DCEU. That's true. He's literally the worst. I hate him I, still. I don't know why there's, um,. Why there's four members of the Justice Society doesn't seem like enough. I don't know why they're. I don't know how they're a Justice Society because they had like Doctor Fate and Hawkman, and then these two random teenagers who had never met before. Yeah, like I don't. Who who comprises the Justice Society? These fucking like who are they? I don't know. And also, where did Amanda Waller find these people? Because they're all they all suck. (laughs) Yeah, and Doctor Fate has been around a long time. Never heard of that fucking guy before. Yeah, like, we've never heard anything about the Justice Society ever. Like, this is their first appearance in anything. <laughs> I just remembered the weird Hawkman-Black Adam fight in the apartment building. and They, they fight, sm- like, three times in this movie. But there's this one fight where they keep smashing pictures of the other DC heroes. Like, yeah, every time they show a hit, it's like, oh, this is going into the Flash's face. It's like, I don't know what this is. He also has, like, new DC comics in his backpack. Yeah. And, like, you really have DC Wonder Woman Rebirth number one in your fucking backpack? Also, Where did this, you get that in Egypt? Yeah, this, this also brings up the question of, like, how does marketing work for, like, in-universe superheroes in the DCEU? Well, he says like, there's a superhero industrial complex. 
and his lunchboxes. Yeah, but like, do they do they get like royalties? Like, do do know. superheroes get like a share of like the their marketing? Probably not. If you have a secret identity. Yeah, that's why I'm like. <laughs> What? How does like? How does this legally work? Like using the likeness of Superman. This has always been a question for things where it's like, like do is, superheroes get paid? Yeah. Like, does Batman like is part of like his like budget for gadgets from like all the toys that he sells of himself? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, is that part of just like? If anybody is that could part do of it, his money? it's probably him. He could probably find a way to do a weird like shell like, account. There's so many like Batman action figures in this. So like, is he paying for all of his gadgets through like? toy sales i don't know because like i'd believe it see that's why the the uh chris evans fantastic four movies are two of the best superhero movies <laughs> because they address all the marketing stuff remember he's got the suits with all the logos mm -hmm. on them and he's like making action he's selling action figures and stuff that's the only movie that's ever thought about yeah, the marketing where, side of like, this where does all the money from the like superhero merchandise go <laughs> uh to making black adam sequels yay <laughs> I can't wait for Black Adam to get more solo movies. I think... Okay, here's what I think will happen. I think the next Superman movie, 20 minutes where he deals with Black Adam. I think that's it. I, think I don't think Black maybe Adam... Maybe at most the opening scene. I think he maybe gets cool. like five minutes. The last time Superman was in another country, he killed that terrorist in Batman v Superman. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And that didn't... That wasn't good. No, I guess in Justice League, but still, either way, he doesn't have a good track record for being kind to people in foreign countries yeah. in these movies, which is just awesome. He, he is very much an American superhero. <laughs> um, so I know we've had some fun here tonight, but we can't wrap up this podcast without bringing up the Kanye West needle drop. <laughs> I forgot about that, and that is so... My microphone is not recording anymore. No, it's just online. Now. Oh, okay, that's fine. I saw it happen, I was like, whatever. Okay, yeah, we're almost done. Uh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Bad timing, guys. Yeah, like, they really put out this movie, and then, like, that same week was when Kanye West was being terrible. Like, he it was too late for them to change it. AWOL. Yeah, there's nothing they could have done. I feel bad. It's just, like, people are gonna see that everywhere and be like, fuck it, what the fuck? Which, yeah, it's, fair, it's, but it's also, really unfortunate. Jeez. Yeah, that blew my mind when that happened, because that was just, like, the last thing I had expected to hear tonight. Um... And I'm pretty sure that's been in a, that's been in superhero trailers before too. Uh, like I've heard, I think that was in like a Fan Forestic trailer, and I think maybe like a Power Rangers trailer or anything. So that song is not like an original idea either. Nothing in this movie is an original idea except for when Satan showed up. Um, Even that's not really that original of an idea because he's just a horned. Like, that's true. He's yeah. just a horned monster with an army, which has been done in like every other DC movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Do we have anything else to say about Black Adam? Black uh, Adam. I really don't want to see more of this character because he's so boring. <laughs> Are you over Dwayne Johnson as a, as a movie star? I don't think I was ever necessarily in support of him being a movie star because most of the stuff he's in is, like, very okay. Yeah. I Just think, like this. I think we've gone off about him more on that Super Pets episode we did. That yeah, episode's he, mostly about The Rock. He peaked at The Mummy and... At, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I was thinking about that when they first awoke, like, woke him up. I was like, is he going to be the fucking Scorpion King in there? Yeah. Because like, they're like, it looked like The Mummy the way they were going into the yeah, pyramid. Yeah, he, like, peaked at being, like, a terrible CG monster and then... He's back to being a terrible sense. CG monster in this. Yes. <laughs> which is great. This is honestly him reconnecting with his roots uh, in The Mummy Returns. And I think if that movie wasn't owned by Universal, uh, we could have totally got a sick Scorpion King reference in this movie. But unfortunately, that was taken from us. 
Um, and uh, yeah, if so, if you're in the mood for this movie, watch Shazam. Um, or you could also just watch another DC movie, like you watch the Batman again, or the Suicide Squad, or any of the, yeah, the watch better one of ones. The good ones. Uh, that Harley Quinn show is pretty good. I, I didn't keep watching this season, but it, it, that's a funny show. Oh, yeah, um, I have to get around with that eventually. Yeah, it's a good one. There's lots of good superhero entertainment. You want some good anti hero shows? Of course, you got The Boys and Invincible and all these, these things coming back. I still like She Hulk, I thought it was pretty fun. Um, and I'm just saying there's lots of better stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, if you want to watch just anything, we have a lot of episodes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> good good marketing push, Franny. You're almost as good as The Rock. I know. At spoiling we... his own movie on Instagram. <laughs> revealing just like a cam revealing, of the Superman scene. Yeah, literally revealing every single plot point of the entire movie, like, the week before it came out. Yeah, Cool like, stuff. Literally, nobody had to even leak the movie because The Rock did it. Yeah. Like, remember when Tom Holland like leaked part of like one of the, I don't even remember. Was it one of the Spider-Man movies? I don't know. I just remember when Mark Ruffalo had his Instagram live on. Yeah, like it was somebody's live during the that, premiere like, of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I I'm I'm genuinely shocked that The Rock didn't just do an Instagram live where he just recorded the entire movie. I would love a 2 hour and 4 minute Instagram live that's just his face and never switches to the screen of him reacting to the entire movie. But anytime something cool uh <laughs> anytime <laughs> something cool happened in uh in uh this movie all i could think about was it had the energy of the part in sonic 2 when he goes like super saiyan <laughs> it was like that anytime black adam would be awesome big big quotes yeah it, it reminded me of like that like this movie like this movie gives off the vibe of like this is what a 12 year old thinks a cool superhero is yeah or like a wrestler who's been punched in the head for <laughs> two decades it's like about the same brain capacity i think exactly yeah yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. Anyway, that's Black Adam. We will never bring this movie up again. There is I will a Satan. immediately forget this movie existed. There's a Satan in it. Um, and who knows when we'll speak again? Uh, at the at the very least, we have Black Panther coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, which I am excited for. Franny is gonna be a little bitch. I'm. I was I'm not excited. I it. was not excited for Black Adam. Uh, I got my little Black Panther Lego set. It's a fun little with, set. With a funny little um, teeth chair. It's got a tooth chair. It's got Namor. It's got sh the homie Shuri. Yeah, everyone's favorite person. That'll be a fucking talking point uh, whenever that happens, which is only a couple weeks away since we Do you think waited. there's going to be some, some social commentary on COVID-19 in that movie? No. Okay. I don't. Um, I feel like she's. I feel like she, if anybody was gonna force it in there, it would be her. Oh well, she would do like negative COVID. Yeah, that's what there. I mean. No, because I think anyone else, if she brought that up, they would eat her. I think anyone <laughs> else on that set would devour, fucking what's her face. Well, Disney clearly hasn't. Let's see, you're right. Yeah, yeah, they haven't, and she keeps showing up in movies and other movies, and I'm just wondering how no one knows that she's terrible. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> great okay well we'll talk to you later you can find us on on uh the instagrams that's a lie <laughs> you can find us on the emails this is the only place on the internet that we actually exist <laughs> yeah um or you follow me at flipped egg on instagram um or you can watch good morning news uh the full series is out you watch it um on youtube.com slash uh, v question mark U D T Q. No, I don't know what it is. Um, but you can watch that. Uh, that's everything. Franny, you have anything to say to those at home who are probably walking to the Black Adam um, Thursday night screening right now? Uh, turn around and go home. Yeah, go home. Go watch Shazam <laughs> or read a comic book. You fucking idiot, loser.
nobody likes you. <laughs> and also, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where a character has changed his name to Black at the end of it. Uh, real fantastic move. Yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll talk to you later, hopefully, in Wakanda. Yay. Yay. Bye. Black Adam. <laughs> oh, shit. That catchphrase thing. They keep trying to do a catchphrase. Oh, phrase. my God. They try to do it like... It's like a running gag. It's like, oh, he's he's trying to he's trying to make it work, and then he and then he does it properly at the very end of the movie before he tears Satan in half. But running gags should be like three. They did like six. Or like actually funny. Or funny. That'd be <laughs> that'd be powerful too. All right, bye. Bye. Tell them the men in black sent you.